the American cradle of liberty. Look at you, you're a freak! What are we alive for except to grab all the kicks we can? To contaminate our society. Now being renovated. Mr. Dowd. Podcasting from a world where all liquids might be whiskey. This is the worst little podcast in the world, and I am your host, Reverend Rory Dowd. Here with me are my usual band and gang of degenerates, Nick, Cam, Ian, and Rick. But we are excited to be back on Zoom, not because of COVID, but so we can talk to Mike and Kat from Sick Kitty Sid. On the worst little podcast, we're talking out of our ass. Hi hey. there. Hello. It's good that. to it's good to be back on the internet. Yeah, welcome yeah. back to Zoom. <laughs> with you, it's good to be back with you guys, our family. We love so much. Yes. We miss uh, you guys. to see you guys. We miss you so yeah. be, I know we miss you too. Being in the, the hinterlands of the northern Midwest. We are in the northern <laughs> Of the, of the, of the yeah. US. We're in the yeah, I mean, so it's July. How much snow is still on the ground? Or is it all <laughs> or, or, or is it all bogs and fens right now? I haven't put the snowblower away yet. So. <laughs> Maybe you'll have like three weeks. That snowball's coming. You never know. <laughs> Well, you know, it is August and that means winter is coming. Do, <laughs> do you have uh do you, have you been getting smoke from the fires out here? We got some. We got smoke from Canada. Yeah, because there were some big fires up in Canada. We got yeah. that. Did it um, smell? It's, it's did it Canada. smell like Nobody maple? There. It's just hockey pucks and, and maple smoke. Maple it smelled smoke. Like maple and bacon. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry, was, Canada. Because it it's like you know, you know how like smoke sun is. It's like that extra orangey whatever. Yes. Or we know. Oh, you can almost directly look at the sun. And yeah. I have to keep telling I have to keep telling my son not to. Because he keeps going, it's the moon. I'm like, no, it's not a bright red moon. It's the actual sun. Don't look at it. Oh my god. <laughs> god. And the moon crazy. looks like a Duran Duran video, you guys. <laughs> it, it really does. It's so great. Yeah. But it was it was so nutty, like when we had because I, I hadn't actually heard about the fires in Canada and I walked outside in the afternoon and I was like, This is a smoke sun. Like what the hell? Like it's like I just you know, it's like the little, yeah. the little weird changes when you move where like today I spent all day cutting down grapevines, another thing I didn't think I would end, ever end up doing in Wisconsin. I like dealing with smoke sun and cutting down grapevines. So I don't know. Grapevines are rampant there like weeds, they just <laughs> well, or, or are you starting your own winery? The sick well, kitty sick brand piss. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. your so great we, piss. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, our our neighbor cat piss across the <laughs> oh, neighbor. You have to. Oh, sorry. Yeah, steal, <laughs> I'm steal too excited. I'm too us. excited about the name cat piss wine. <laughs> <laughs> it would sell. <laughs> oh, yeah. People would love that. Valerie, you know, get on that. <laughs> you know the hipsters, the hipsters are by it. Oh, my God. We got to show them that soap later. Oh, my there God. That's go. hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Our, our across the yard neighbor, so the one that we're back to back with, he apparently planted some grape vines that a friend gave him. There, I mean, there are some wineries here in Wisconsin, but most of them do more like 
it's like a combination of grapes and other things. It's like fruit wine or whatever. Oh, so, sangria. Something. So like, yeah, so he apparently planted these grapevines. I don't know. He said like five, five, seven years ago and they didn't do anything for years. And then last year and the year before they exploded. So <laughs> just a wall of green vines, like completely blocks our yard from their yard. But Wild. it was just, it was, we, we didn't trim it down last summer. And so this year it was like starting to choke out the trees and stuff. So I was like, mm, and then at the end of the summer, all the birds eat the fermented grapes and get drunk. I was saying, you guys have to make Pruno out of this and market it. Wait, what did they do? Drunk birds, do drunk birds like fly into your windows or what happens? Yes. They're, they walk on the ground. They're too drunk to fly. So they just walk around on the ground with like one wing sticking out, trying to. <laughs> Basically, the I have seen drunk birds fly like uh, in, into windows. Yeah. That does. Pigeons, especially. The world's most illegal winery. Yeah. And PETA is not happy about it. <laughs> yeah. You're, lure, you're luring it in, luring them in for the kitties. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, and all the shitheads are sitheads, not shitheads. <laughs> <laughs> Sit head shit posting. Go find it on Facebook. <laughs> what are you trying to say? I'm an original member. Okay. Yes, you they are. They named themselves. <laughs> we named ourselves. Yes, you, you named yourself. I was yourself. a part of that vote. I remember that. Funny because like our new PR person, Andrea. It just laughs every time that she's she's just like I can't get over like I'm like come up with it that's their that was their call yeah like, your fans are a bunch of moral degenerates that's, that's, that's fine and we would have it no other fucking way man and I'm no other fucking yep. way mm-hmm. best fans ever. <laughs> Uh, so when are you guys going to come visit us? There's no way you can tour now because we're getting close to COVID ramping back up for the winter time. I know. <laughs> I know. I was planning something for possibly next spring, but I don't know now. I mean, I was hoping that like, cause you know, normally when we, on normal years when we tour, there's usually a month or six weeks in March and April. And then we'll do another like six weeks or whatever in like September, October time. Um, and then regional touring, you know, when we in the Bay Area, we would do, you know, weekends up to, up to Oregon, Reno, down to LA, but now we can't just do a weekend jaunt to Reno. So now it's really got to be planned out. And I was hoping to do, you know, a West coast touring back in the spring because we always like to go East in the fall. Cause that's my favorite time there. Um, so I was hoping to get back there in March or April, but I don't know now, man. I don't know. I don't man, know. But even, I mean, when you look at the way any kind of flu happens, it's always like it ramps up in October. It's horrible in the winter. And then around January, it starts to drop down. I mean, that yeah. even if it's, if whether it's bad or good, that's going to be the time to come here. Probably. And like, that's the thing is we might, we might just plan it anyway. And if we have to cancel, we'll have to cancel, but I think we should go ahead and plan it anyway. I would yeah. love to, then I can at Agreed. least be hopeful. Yeah. Yeah. Something to look good. forward to. Yeah. Yes. What is the? Uh, I, I would <laughs> offer to put you up on, you know, my couch and living room floor. Um, oh Jesus! Like, like you know, in times of old, there uh, are ten no, houses no. in Reno that will fight over who you get to stay with. 
but not, but not. I I will not be a part of that fight because there's way too many effing people and fur people here. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> nice, nice excuse, Rory. Way to use your family as an excuse to not put it on. It's it's more the it's more the pets. Um, yeah, I just don't like them at all, and I try to throw them under the bus as much as possible. <laughs> so it's so much easier. Yeah, do not contribute to the income of the house, but they do eat from the bounty of the house. So like yeah. they're just kind of these wasteful little units of of uh, I don't know burning all of that oxygen. Yeah, fuck it. We got we got two of those. That's also, cold, tell man. me, um, tell me, of what is what is today currently? What is the mask situation in Reno? What is the oh god live music Dude. situation? I mean, uh, some stuff is good. <sighs> it depends on where you go and what kind of crowd you're going to so, be interacting with. Our mask mandate. Walmart. We had a good show this weekend, you know. Yeah, yeah, you guys did. Well, like at Walmart, it's a 50-50. Uh, you know, going out in general public, uh, Target, it's like 75-25. Uh, wearing yeah. masks, not masks. But but those um, we're we have a mask mandate. They're supposed to all have them on no matter what. Correct. Um, but yeah. it, but oh. people are just choosing some people are just choosing people to ignore go it. Into places and then pull them down under their chin oh, regularly. You think the nose yeah, thing yeah. was bad before? The nose thing is like is just rampant now. Nobody gives a shit. They all got their noses the out. Chin, the the um, diaper. Yeah. Yes. Um, at our rock and roll show, it was at a bar. So obviously, you know, while you're drinking, you don't necessarily have to have one on. Yeah. Um, and it was largely, you know, as people felt comfortable um, on stage, I did not have a mask on. But if I was, you know, conversational distance away from you, yeah. I would have it on and I would dip it down to drink and put it back sure. up to continue right. speaking with you. Yeah, every bar, every bar has looked like 2019 for the whole. If I was back in the green room with some other folks from other bands, ah, maybe we were six feet apart and not wearing masks, setting up equipment and stuff. You know, like so it's uh, very contextual. Yeah, but the interesting, the interesting thing to me is that I've been watching the numbers for Washoe County, and they reinstated the mask mandate because the Delta variant can be passed between vaccinated people. And additionally, we've only got like fifty four percent vaccinated. And in addition to that, um, what was the third point? I forget. But dude, here, the, exactly here. But but the problem is yeah. watching those numbers. Oh, we had a, a we were getting 130 new cases a day, which was more than they wanted us to have. Guess what? Since we've had the mask mandate in effect, we still get 130 to 200 new cases a day. It hasn't seemed no. to affect shit, which sucks. Because well, no. no one's taking uh, it seriously. Yeah. Well, exactly. no one. If you if you if you talk to somebody, is around town. You go in and no one's wearing a fucking mask. None of yeah. the employees are masked up. No, it's Nobody true. Gives a shit. So if you ask like, somebody, so like, if you ask. Somebody it's not the same as last time. So if you ask somebody <laughs> yeah. who's pro-mask, then they're like, it's because nobody's following it. And if you ask somebody who's anti-mask, they're like, the masks don't work. And I, I would at least have expected to have seen and because something. There is no, there is no control group. Yeah. Like, there's no way to no. verify the veracity well, of Florida, any of these Florida's kind verifications. Of right. Florida, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Florida's the control group. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen <laughs> seeing, as they, seeing as they get like twenty three thousand new cases every week? Like, yeah, they're kind of the control group. Of like Te- Texas might have fun. some control group communities too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But have we haven't Star Wars. That Star Wars meme that's going around with Darth Vader and Luke, where it's like, Luke, take off my mask. And he's like, but father, you'll die. He's like, it's my right. (laughs) (laughs) I have right. I have right. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, it's so fucking funny. What are you going to do? I mean, hey, um, 
Now, now that we've done it, Kim about it, like Kim, what do you, what's going on in the hospital now? Is he yeah. surged or yeah. yeah? But we got to get you a song soon. I don't mean to like cut you off or anything, but we should like we should have music. All right, first Kim, then music. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's fine. I mean, I work home health, so I'm I am not seeing the surge just yet. Like, I just I feel like I just discharged a whole bunch of patients who were long haul COVID patients where we finally got them to a point where they don't need oxygen and stuff anymore. So I anticipate because the hospital numbers are increasing pretty rapidly um, that, that I'll start to see patients at home soon once those people are discharged through the hospital system. But I mean, I hear it's not great. You know, I get the uh, washout updates every day in my work email. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's not looking good. But on the as far as the live music front goes, um, you know, does you get out to more shows than I do? I was just at my I show. Do. Yeah, I do. Mm. And um, you know, I've been to several in this past week. One of them was a house show, and uh, it was good. It was a you know vaccinated only show. They were like. We're like, listen, we're Take not, ass. you know, this is, this is the deal. Like we want like they had to show proof. You didn't have to show proof. You don't have to show proof, but I mean, it's Reno. I'm happy to show we proof. All, Fuck I'm it. happy I don't to care. show proof too. <laughs> but like, I, I, I honestly think that that's where we're heading. Like punk yeah. rock bowling, for instance, in Vegas, ma- uh, mandated vaccine, uh, vaccine yeah. a negative test result in 48 hours. Prior to the event, there's several other events in Nevada doing the same thing, and I, I think you know, should follow suit. Like, I, mean, the, I personally just ran a the, the negative, the vaccinated slash negative test result within 40. Uh, like that yeah. seems that's reasonable. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, that's I think that's what we should do for Mary Anarchy for sure. I I think you're right as well. Yeah, and hey, more to come on that yeah. soon. Yeah, there's a couple like bigger, bigger venues here that are that are requiring mandatory vaccination, like bigger venues, like kind of like film the Fillmore size, or you know, mm-hmm. you know, you know, a couple thousand people cap type places. Uh, like the Sylvia Madison is doing it, and and it's like no vaccination, no entry. That's the end of it. And people are pissed off about it, but it's like whatever, you know. I mean, they are a private business, and they don't owe you shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you talk all all day long about like private enterprise and being able yeah. to do whatever yeah. the fuck you want with your business. You you want to deny gay people cakes? Rad. Fuck you. You can't come into my business because you're not va- vaccinated. Right. We we ref- we reserve the right to refuse service and caveat emptor. And my body, my right, motherfucker. They all go together. (laughs) America, it works both ways. That's been been such a thing. Like seeing like conservative people with my body, my choice. I was like, yeah, why can't that always be the case, motherfuckers? Yeah. I, I mean, I think, um, um, and I think Nick and I were talking about this a little the other day privately. Um, No, wait, no, was that Nick? No, it was with uh, Felix, actually, frankly, yesterday. Sorry, I confuse Nick and Felix in my head a lot. Um, <laughs> uh, but we are at this very transformative time, linguistically and culturally. And it, it, it kind of sucks to live through it, but it's very interesting. I mean, none of us will ever see the big picture. The big picture yeah. won't resolve until long after we're dead. But we get to have these mo- like tiny little moments of clarity of uh, and seeing the shifts and changes. And that's really what's, what's happening with all of this. Like when it comes yeah. to um, the adopting of slogans 
And and with slogans comes the 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 uh, what do you call it the forensic impact of those arguments um, mm-hmm. they they do transfer in some extent and and those ideas do infect this side and that side and and the 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 radical fringe of both sides coming together and kind of melanging into another weirdness of its own yeah. and it can be good and it can be bad you do get radical and inner scene violence and you do get complacency but at the same time you get nothing but change transition and i don't know a hegelian you know a good bad new thing kind of yeah. uh, uh dialectic <laughs> Very no, true. Very true. sorry to go off on a little rant there but it's like it, it, it all this chaos <clears throat> is all related and you know it's the end of the world everything's on fire and we're gonna be in water world soon and we might well, as well wreck and roll. <laughs> we might as well this segues right into our our newest single that yeah. we just dropped hey. on Friday. Hey. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like I got a gift for this thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you know us or something. I don't know. It's like we've met before. It's, it's, it's like it's been uh, years. At least five times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that we know of, that we're willing to talk about. <laughs> the others. That can be proven. 100% Keep those under wraps. Evidence. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Um, so so yeah, this is okay. So we're just gonna open and jump in with your brand new single. I mean, why keep the public why waiting? Not? You know, they're they're Ooh. dying. For this, you know, when, I was dying for what, it. What's <laughs> the name of this single? Good riddance. Good riddance. Is there a uh, video accompanying this that people can there see? There absolutely is a video accompanying this. It's wow. Which also came out on Friday and is, if I don't mind saying myself, epic sauce. It's epic sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, we'll think about it when we when we get done with the song. Okay. Um do we want to talk about what this song is and about now or after the song? No, I want to no, know, no, no. Where are you no, wrong? No. I want to hear, no, no, no. I want to hear what no it's excuse, about before. No excuses before, only explanations after. Uh, I dig it. Right. This song is called Good Riddance. It was released on Friday the 13th, 2021. Let's see. 
Thunder when the dam breaks This wave will not recede I've been uncertain Terrible circles Trap me in my skin I've been uncertain There is no place to stick at the end <laughs> I knew you would know I knew you would know this my I approve as soon as I heard that I saw I saw I know what that rain stick looks like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. girl oh, wow. when you shake that thing sideways though that is a badass shaker that's what we were using oh. it for Oh, shake it sideways. Shake it sideways. Oh, it was. Oh. Dude, rain, actually, it. rain sticks are a better shaker than egg shakers are. Oh, they're fantastic. Because it's, it's got more oomph to it. Yeah. Whereas the egg shaker you oh, can have right next to the microphone. It's a big ass. A rain stick, you can just like... 
whole like you could just hire somebody to stand at the side of the stage unmiked oh, yeah. and shake it and it would carry yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's a two foot that's a two foot brain stick and i was shaking he's, that he's, yeah. i've seen you play that yeah. yes yeah. yeah but 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 the people who just let it go from one side to the other that's like the people who are into reiki i'm just not i'm just not there i'm just not there Ch- uh, children what <laughs> children well, that's, that's what my kids do with brain sticks. You just like, oh, and listen to it all fall one way, and now listen to it all fall the other way, and then and then hit your friend with it in the head. The, the Reiki Association of America is going to be sending us letters like, oh, yeah. you fucking assholes. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've had hey, great Reiki before. Hey, just remember, none of the views and opinions expressed on the show are the views and opinions of the worst little podcast or their guests, but the individual <laughs> opinions of small-minded bigots who might be on the show, like Rick. <laughs> I can't say that Reiki doesn't exist. I just feel like the people I've met who were into it are a little off. That's all. Just a little off. Hey, Rick. Look at my rain stick. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't like it. Rick knows all models. We should get our good, we should get our good friend Nature on the show sometime. There we go. Uh, so Rick, Rick, do you remember? Do you know who I'm speaking of? Nature? No, I forgot. Nature. Oh, Nate. <laughs> Nature, Nate. Oh. Yeah. Nature, Nate plays the rain stick. Uh, he's into Reiki. I believe oh, in yeah. a lot of stuff that doesn't exist, like God. So just uh, so it's all it's all even. <laughs> it's all even, right? It all evens out. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's so. There you go. That's oh my right. goodness. <laughs> that's our song. We're singing to it. Songs, dude. Shit. So what? So what about it? So all right. Now, now comes the explanations. Like. And Rick, I want to explain this to you because, like, I had somebody say this uh, to another performer at an open mic night, and I thought it was just like lightning when he said it. When you get up and set up a song or set up a bit or anything before you do it, and you go into a lengthy explanation of what it's about, it turns into an excuse. But when you present your piece of art and let people hear it and then talk about it after, well, that's an explanation. I understand that. And you're right. But and, and, and so whenever I say set it up, hey, set this up to me to a guest, mm-hmm. uh, some of them will give me a story to it. And that's great. And I'm willing to just let, let it roll with their answer and stuff. But I'm just asking them to tell me a song title. <laughs> right. No, it's like showing people a painting. Hear, I want to hear the story afterwards. Right. No, I get I get that. It's just I had already heard the song a bunch without any context and now I wanted to know what it was you, about. Me, not the audience. Moved. And yeah, no. No, you're right. Well, thank you. All right. All right. <laughs> We're on the same page. Okay. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, so now your t- your turn band that we're spotlighting. Okay. <laughs> um yeah basically it's uh the song is all about those situations you find yourself in when you know you need to let something go in order to move forward and the letting go is extraordinarily painful like let's just say for instance and i'm not saying this is what the song is about specifically because for us it was about leaving making the decision to leave california and like 
you know, move cross country and like, you know, begin to build. That's huge. (laughs) But for instance, excuse me, but for instance, like if you're in a relationship and you really truly love the person, but they are absolutely bad for you. Like that's kind of what good riddance is about. It's like, you have to get rid of this thing. I don't think anybody in this room can relate. Yeah, it's like you know also on top of that is is also the 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 pandemic did play a part in that and coming out of it or mm-hmm. so we thought um it was sort of a good riddance to that good to, riddance to, to our to old, 2020 to yeah. 2020 good riddance to um struggling our fucking balls off as artists in california when now here we are, <laughs> our balls are free to swing like the wind, you know? You're just, yeah. you're just at a huge festival and you got there in May, so. I mean, you're like the, the 800 pound gorilla in the scene, like. <laughs> What's the progression? How did it go? Once we're, 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 becoming, we're becoming the 800 yeah. pound gorilla. <laughs> um, yeah, so in May was the first time we played out live again since uh, in 450 days, whatever, May 25th. We hadn't played a live show in 450 days. days. Yeah. And that was here in Green Bay that we played that. And then, um, you know, we played a few shows since. And then, One, yeah, Mile of Music show. was, yeah. Mile of Music in Appleton was last weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and God, what a fucking. Dude, I got to tell you. Amazing like, festival. Every, like I had been, I had scheduled to be out of town for like 12 days And right when I bought my plane ticket, it was the first time I was going to fly anywhere post pandemic. And I was already nervous about it. And I booked the ticket and I think it'd been like a day and a half. And Mike walked in, he goes, yeah, so we just got into Mile of Music and it's like the day you get back. And I was like, we've been trying to get into this festival for like three years. Okay. So like, and the weird thing is like, we, I don't know, my brain, I think played a little bit of a trick on me. Because every other festival that we've participated in, we've had to travel to get to. And Mile of Music, like, so we live in a little town called Menasha, Wisconsin. The big town that we're next to, the big city that we're next to is called Appleton. Mile of Music takes place in Appleton, right? So it's not- a- Appleton's a nice music town. Amazing. It is. It's an amazing it really music. is. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm underselling yeah. that. <laughs> well, yeah, no, it's huge. It's part of the reason we moved here. Is like the scene mm. here is excellent. I mean, it's an excellent. It's literally scene like it's, ten minutes down the road. Yeah. So anyway, like I think part of me was just like, oh, it's just it's just a local festival. Like, like so I think I was talking myself off a ledge where I'm like, oh, it doesn't matter that you're going to be <laughs> before you go. It's fine. It'll be fine. You know, and then we get there and we check in. So like, like I flew home on a Wednesday. The festival technically started on a Thursday. That was our one day to practice. And then we had to go check in on Friday and we walked in there and I was like, this festival is a very big deal. Like, there are people there from all over the world. There are tons of people there from New York and Nashville. That, and like, it's no, that's it's like cute. on a level with like Bonnaroo and Coachella and shit. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a little lower key. Is there eighth year? But eighth it's year. but it's still that same kind of it's attraction and and setup and back in. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I gotta say, they take care of their artists and really well. So organized, yeah. and it's so, it's so it yeah. is so well done. And not so enough well good done. things to say. I can't, um, I can't. Yeah, that's and awesome. Ian Thompson and Jess Grimm. We're going to give them shout outs. We love them. Yeah, they did an amazing. Job. And also, this band, the shirt that I'm wearing, Lung. Yep. 
Nobody can see it because you it's can't see it at home, but it's 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 very fetching on his broad chest, and he keeps drawing this line between his nipples. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> this band is from Cincinnati, and they are uh, a duo as well, electric cello and drums, and they're uh-huh. on the best friends. Yeah, we got paired with them three different times at three different shows at three different venues. Yeah. And we are because now... This is where do we put no. these duos? <laughs> no, it's like we... No, we complement each other yeah. so well. So Kate is the lead singer. Kate is the lead singer and Daisy is the drummer. And he he kind of looks like... Judah Freelander yeah, he looks yeah. Dirty Rock. Yeah. So, um... And, and uh-huh. she... Like, she's also a trained opera singer. Uh-huh. So she switches... In between singing rock style and, and what she's like sawing away at an electric cello, and all of a sudden she'll just lean back from the microphone and like like let belt out in full opera. It's and I was like, I love you. It's unbelievable. Like, and so we actually played right before them at our very first show on Friday. A they panty dropping after. band for a panty dropping band. Right. So like, <laughs> when we when we finished. Like, I didn't know who she was yet, right? So, because we opened up for them. So, she came up and she was like, holy crap, that was amazing. And I was like, holy crap, thank you. And like, you know, we introduced and she's like, you know, I said, hi, I'm Kat. I'm Kate. And we're like, eh, eh, right? So, then we stayed for about half of their set because we had to go. Some some friends of ours were playing. But the minute she busted out into opera, I was like, oh, we're going to be best friends. Like, you don't even know. And then we ended up being paired with them two, two more times at two different venues. And I was like, someone knew that this was going to be a good combo. And I'm on board with it. <laughs> yeah, they do their research there. Yeah, they really they really planned it out. They really thought it out. Like, we don't even- have to hook them up with us. Um, oh, for sure. No, I already told them about you. <laughs> I already told them about... This podcast. We tell everyone about you. We tell everyone about you. <laughs> there are several people. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> that I got on a list that are coming through Reno that I'm like, oh, well. Uh, I still need my little, I still need my uh, little uh, t-shirt so I can wear it on stage though, bros. Let's go. Uh, all right. Okay. Yeah, we'll sure. work on that. But if, sure. it come, if you really are pitching at people who are coming through Reno to be on the show, mm-hmm. tell them to hit us up like three to five months in advance. Yeah. Like, I mean, no joke. We're booked through Thanksgiving right now. I know. And people are hitting me up today. And yeah. I'm trying to book them out into our holiday season. And that's so, that's good. The there was a brief is, period during the pandemic where we were running out of people. Like, we oh, were a little yeah, bit scared. Like, Kim, Kim, can you play kazoo and say a poem? <laughs> <laughs> have we have we outlived our usefulness? Is something really changing? And then it turns out it was just the pandemic. We're fine. Yeah, yeah. the minute we said live shows again, we booked out four or five months oh, yeah. in an instant. And a lot of people, the people, some people that have like told me, that they're coming through, it, it was like they were they were gonna be there in like yeah two weeks, two weeks. Like, yeah. But 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 I still tell them about you guys anyways. It's like actually, you, need, and I you know what? Like, no new feature of the show: the worst little weekend and weekday grids. I said you can always tell them to hit us up, and we'll get their event in the in. Yeah. The, I, I don't want to say the paper because it's digital, but right. we'll get their event in the paper. Yeah. And check us out at our Instagram page. That's where we post it every Thursday. So you know what's happening for your weekend abroad. I love it. I fucking love it, man. That's amazing. I really do. 
You guys and really, done. leaving your house these days is going abroad. <laughs> it was super fun, too, because this weekend I went to the grid. Even though I knew we were playing, I went and I looked up and I said, there's one ton Dooley's names right there. In the and there's grid. a lot of stuff happening that night. And we still had yeah. a nice amount of people show up at our show. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We had a show, people. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, I saw the was, pictures were great. I, I it was beautiful. Well, well we had see, that one awesome picture. Where we all like mean mugged it and looked all yeah. tough. And your pinky was super hot. Oh, okay. So I can't comment on Facebook for thirty days because I got a thirty day ban for being a hyperbole. I said I'd stab someone for a yoga mat if I'd have to sleep on the floor again. And Ugh. the algorithm really doesn't like the phrase "I'll stab someone." Probably not. <laughs> so I saw all these lovely comments about our show that I've been dying to co- react to, or to you know, and I can't say anything to anyone. So oh, if you're listening terrible. to the show, thank you so much, uh, everybody who supports us. Uh, a lot of very kind things have been said, especially you, Mr. Mark Ernest. Um, oh, yeah, but my, my dead pinky. Um, I, I chopped down a tree in my yard at New Year's with Rotten Ron, and I got a little stress fracture on one of the knuckles, and uh, Rotten Ron's a, a U.S. Forestry serviceman who was in his off-season. <laughs> Rory, he Rotten really Ron is so much more right than now. that. <laughs> well, I know, and, 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 and for and, fuck's and, sake, like you think it was forestry service as a, as a spiritualist and, and a, a inventor of a cult. Dude, 20, like 20 years ago, days. 20 years ago, I dropped so much acid with that dude. Like he taught me how to shoot guns on let's acid. See, let's not talk about I'm those sorry. things in the same breath as his real job. That I can't prove that I can't prove that Allegedly. any of that any of that ever happened. Allegedly. And there is definitely a statute of limitations on that stuff. Oh my god, I love it so much. I miss you guys so hard. <laughs> but anyway, Ron and I were chopping down a tree in Ron my is the best. yard, and I got I got a little stress fracture on my knuckle. And it didn't get better for a whole bunch of months and, in fact, got worse as I did stuff. So uh, I, I wear that I wear it as a brace to immobilize it on days where it feels a little weak or I feel any pain. And it was a night that I was having a show, so I really wanted to make sure I wasn't using it. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, ah, your thumb. You got a thummy one, yeah? Cat's wearing a thumb brace, and she's got a dead thumb. Yeah, It's not dead. Well, that's what I felt when I saw Mike's comment about my dead pinky. I thought it was hot. I was like, man, that guy's tough. Well, see, I, I just upgraded. I'm going to go play bass anyway. I broke all my fingers oh, last yeah. night. I was like, man, he's a real man. <laughs> where Now, where has Cat's thumb been? Oh, no, I was, so I was, I was... Thank you, Rick. I was trying to get around to that. I just upgraded. Was, was it like a reach around to that? <laughs> and it sprained, and I didn't, you know... It's really I was reaching. Like, oh, this is going to be These difficult. These things happen when the lights are off. You don't know where they're... You don't you know. know. <laughs> yeah. Thank yeah. you, Mr. Cat. Thank you, guys. Blame it on a cat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's happening, but I think I like it. Whose hand is that? <laughs> hey, wait, wait, wait! Not until there's lube. <laughs> you lick that. Oh, super important, super important. Okay, <laughs> you lick that. <laughs> okay, so cat. So what happened to actually to your thumb? Oh, I'm, 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 I'm developing um, trigger finger in my first knuckle on my thumb. 
So like oh, when I, if, I don't, yeah. if I don't wear something, it feels like I have to, it's like, it, it's like an on and off switch. Like I have to push really hard and I go click and then I have to push really hard and it's like click. So it's like, I have no in between motion. It's either on or off. And so, um, as one of the benefits of the viola music, we got to see sports therapists for free. So I went and saw, oh. I thought it was arthritis and it was over for me, but he was like, nah, I got trigger finger. And so I have to wear, I basically have to keep it immobilized for three to four weeks unless I'm playing piano. Cause piano actually loosens it up and it's perfectly fine when I'm playing piano. Wait, so, that's, like, I thought, that's like yoga for your hand. <laughs> I thought for sure that the piano would be the thing causing it. And it's not, no, not there. No, not there. Like yeah. this is not a thing you do in it's piano. What right? you think it is, it's Rick. Sideways. It's a little bit of, Wait, so so you're so you're shooting a gun with your thumb. That's what's causing this. No, I like I honestly I think mostly it's from using my phone. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, yeah. Are you fucking yeah. serious? Oh my god, cell phone yeah. injuries of the 21st century. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh. injuries of the 21st yeah, century. Cuz that's like if I if I leave it off and I'm messing around with my phone, it gets really bad. And so I'm like, oh, is that what's been causing this? No, Holy like, shit. You're worse than me. I'm going to brag about this it. to my wife. Well, you, well, he's worse than <laughs> me. Hey, at least I'm not cat down. <laughs> he's worse than me. I'm the one with the So yeah, so like, no, when you play piano, it's, you're not using your, you're not bending your first knuckle. Like, no, you're it's like, on the side and sideways, sideways, totally. Yeah. You're not really yeah. bending it that much. So this, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a piano injury. That wouldn't make any sense. Right, so using like, the ball of it. Yeah. yeah. So we could so all be just, headed towards this one day. Yeah. So I and I just upgraded because I had because I've had tendonitis before. So I had a full wrist brace that had a thumb. To, yeah. And that's what I'd been wearing. And I finally was just like so fed up with it that I'm like, we're going to try this for a week and see if this is enough. And if this is not enough, then fine. I'll go back to the wrist brace. Cause I'm like, but it's a full, like it's a full Hannibal Lecter on your hand thing. Right. Like oh, the, full, the, wrist, the wrist brace. Yeah. yeah. It goes down to like here. Right. Hey Mike yeah. loves the suit. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway, I just want to segue in a weird way since we're talking about the, my thumb, but can we break about Ryan Klossa for a second in this music video? I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> like, oh, let's, uh, we, yeah, we have yet to talk about the music video. Yeah. Oh my God. But, uh, Nick, you have things to say. You, you guide yeah, this bit. It is epic and it's really, it's cool. Um, uh, the concept, uh, I got kind of a cloud atlas feel for it. And oh, um, okay. thank you. I don't want to spoil it, but there's like an Avengers moment that's pretty awesome. Who's working the special effects? Do, do they have like special powers and shit? Well, you have to watch a video. I don't want to. That we're not song. aware of? It's big. And it's, it's as big as the song is big. Like, is this like right. a 1985 cocaine fueled fantasy? No. You nailed it. Well, I mean, there's a part of the. I mean, remember the back in the video days. There's a there's a 1985 84 part of the video. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I nailed it. Okay, yeah. I did actually nail it. The video takes place in the 1880s, the 1980s, and the 2080s. Mm-hmm. So, it's insane. It's um, insane. So, and I, I, I meant just the, those videos where it was like just completely disconnected from the actual lyrics oh, yeah. of the song, but it looked no, cool like that. a mini movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. No. 
I want a new drug, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> oh my God. Our favorite. Our favorite. We love Huey Lewis. We love Huey. Yeah. Um, so psychopaths. Ryan. <laughs> yes. Um, so this video, the video, this took about six months to do. And only because of shooting timelines uh, for crew and location. So the 1880s portion was done at uh, Hazelwood um, Historic House in Green Bay, which is an old, you know, 1800s mansion. Um, we were able to use their house for the day, which was amazing of them. It's a museum now. It's a museum now. We got now. permission to use a museum on the off day. Uh, it's insane. <laughs> it's crazy. Unbelievable. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. And then the, the 1980s portion was shot in Kat's parents' basement, which literally did not have to be altered in any way. We didn't do anything. <laughs> Paneling and shag carpet, kind of. It's a time capsule down there. Everything. We didn't do anything. We didn't. Do they have an Atari 2600 or an Odyssey console? What you see in that video is exactly the way that basement looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, and, wow. and our clothes, I, I try to dress kind of like an 80s, like Hesher, got my motorhead shirt on and some chops, but she's all 80s out. Um, and I acid washed a pair of jeans for this. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah. yourself personally, you, yes, you acid washed them by hand. Yeah, yeah I did. Um, I'm, I'm very tempted to like. Um, I want to get like a little mini, or like find someone locally, maybe that can do like a little mini screen print. I kind of want to cut them up into patches and like have our logo like screened onto them and be like, here you go. Holy shit! I would. The music video. I would buy that. I would pay 50 bucks for a, a, like a three by three. You heard it here, folks. Like not even, if it, it touched your sweaty thighs, I would buy that for so much money. Cause like the likelihood of me ever wearing them again is so low. Well, no, that's the other thing. Keep them for tours. Yeah. Do a set, ch- a, a, a song, a costume change, wear them just for this song. That song. There we go. Uh, <laughs> Here's the damn, I love you, man. Or find a seamstress that could like make them like tearaways for you, so you could like wear them for the song, and then rip them off, and then you have another outfit underneath. It's like a full skirt underneath. I love like, it. It's been wrapped up in the jeans, like those quick change artists. Here we go. Oh wait, we see. I should help you plan your next tour. Yes, you should. Yes, you should. Yes, you should. Um, well, speaking of yeah. touring and music, can we get another song? Um, we we don't know. We don't know what to play, Ian. Well, I'm going to tell you what to play. I love it. <laughs> um, if you'll just listen for a sec, no, uh, he has no idea. I do. Mike, Mike <laughs> is your daddy, Rick. So what we're doing next is while we write new music, we are going to redo a couple of old videos that are already out there on a couple songs that we think are just a different take on a couple songs that are on YouTube. Don't want to tell right now. And Rick, you don't have them anyways. Mylon music kind of also made us resurrect some songs that we haven't played live for some reason in a long time. Um, you know, we just, you know, bands just, they kind of, you just kind of tend to stick to a set a live set, you know, for a while and other songs fall off. But now since we had five shows over three days, uh, one being canceled, we just, it forced us to 
dig up some old stuff and we um wanted to just bring that old stuff back so like we play a lot of stuff off tectonic you know normally we'll play uh paper doll which is our which is our you know main song off that record and what doesn't kill you is a great one but i think in honor of being here with you guys since the last time we saw you what doesn't kill you might be appropriate to play here because (laughs) half of you were in this fucking song Oh yeah, and Rory's and 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 wasn't wasn't one of the listings fetus dowd? Fetus fetus dowd. Fetus dowd. Because Bobby uh, didn't have a name we, yet. We were calling him Dobby as kind of a joke name after that, and now his name is Bobby. So it's yeah. yeah. <laughs> just just never tell him that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. We're gonna show him the the reason we called him Dobby was because of the 3D picture, and he looked like Dobby. We're absolutely gonna show him that shit. Absolutely. Yeah. And so we, and, and it, it, yeah, yeah. We, we we brought this song back out of the out of the 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 vault. Nice. Because the thing with this song is is. It's got to be the right venue to play this song because you got to have a first of all a half drunk audience that's going to sing back to you what you know better off yeah. said you know it's a call and response song and a lot of these some of the shows that a lot of the shows that we did at Mala Music were in kind of daytime bright light sort of venues uh, you know the last gig that we did in Green Bay it, this is a very specific song for a very specific kind of crowd pretty much degenerates. And we brought it back for this our Yay, very, last, very last show at Milo Music at Chadwick's Bar. It was a shithole. It was amazing. Great system. Great sound. Dark. It was like four o'clock in the afternoon, but this but could the, have been two a.m. It could have been two a.m. And we were the last act of the day. We closed out Milo Music uh, with this fucking uh, song, and the crowd was. Amazing. And the funny thing was, we hadn't even like I, we prepped it, but I was I was so tired, <laughs> and Mike was like yelling a song to me, and then I heard Carrie, our production manager, who was helping with merch off to the side, and she was going like she was yelling it from the side, and I was like, oh crap, you're right, and like I yelled it to Mike, and then it was off to the races. It was super fun. I was yeah. glad she reminded. And they me. gave me a mic on stage, so I could actually sing along as well. Yeah. And prompt the crowd, and the crowd killed it. Oh my god, they were uh, so drunk. They it was were amazing. Almost <laughs> as good, almost as good as the crowd on the recording. But nobody That's will right. ever top the crowd on this recording. That's so, Rick, right. if you shall, what doesn't kill you? <laughs>
So cool. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's funny. No, I was just going to say gang vocals. Like you hear them on albums, you hear them on other recordings, and it's just a chorus of people. But when you hear recording of an incident where you were part of the gang vocals there <laughs> with everybody, I can pick individual voices out of it. And Me even in too. other things that you hear, I can hear individual voices, but like, it's just, a, oh, that's the high one. That's the low one. That's the funny one. Me too, they each have their own timber and quality. I mean, what was but there? I can what pick my wife, there? my daughter, myself, yeah. everybody. Yeah. I can pick everybody out. <laughs> Luke was there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was, that was probably what, yeah, eight of us, right? Chewy. Riku, and we didn't Riku, realize we should Diana. have done some non-Riku ones because Riku's voice cut through everybody else's. Everybody like and a then, piercing that's... cheese. And then, then, and then the mixing. Like, like I remember us being like, fart in an elevator." Well, but but we had to. We we all we wanted to make it sound like more people, so we took the recording and we did a multiple and takes it and, doubled, and it. doubled it and doubled yeah. it. And then Cat yeah. hit me up. The final mixing, Cat was like, "You know, I want it to sound like even more people." And so then I began taking other ones, like taking the second chorus and putting it on the first one and adding three more. And yeah, and yeah, then yeah. to make it sound like Riku wasn't everywhere, we pitched down some of them so that Riku's voice was lower. Like yeah, it was, wild. we did so many fucking things to that to try we to make did. it all work out. And yeah. I love it so but, much. But I mean, what, what year was that again? That was, that was like 18. Okay. 2018, yeah. 2018 yeah so that yeah. puts her at 12 and you know 12 is a really interesting time for voices August 2018. Like, I mean just like literally 12 is an interesting time for male and female voices because they're about to go through changes but they have the resiliency of youth young animals in need have those voices and sounds that clear cut through everything so everyone knows they need you Riku's voice Cuts through like nothing. There is no animal that cries in in this world that it doesn't cut through like Rik Riku's voice. It's like, uh, and at fifteen, I can still vouch for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love it! That I was so how, much fun. Like, she was so freaking like fired up to be involved in that. Like I will never. She was like jumping up and down. Her little arms were going. And I'm sorry, we've actually been using a wrong name. Uh, currently, she goes by Ragmop on this show. Ragmop <laughs> is her name. She's an actual official intern of this show. Oh, oh shit. Well, congratulations, Ragmop. Okay, well, okay, I like that. And then just so you don't forget, it's R-A-G-G-M-O-P-P, Ragmop. Do, 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 do. Ragmop. Ragmop. Oh, my God, that's... Yeah. That's amazing. And and she will only hear that congratulations and thank you if she actually listens to the episode while she is doing all of the bitch work I don't like to do. Right. She will it. never make it this far into the episode. There's no chance. No, she no, actually wrong. She actually listens. Really? Oh, really? We stop. well, because she doesn't, she's not here for them. She's not jaded. 
She's not fire and forget. She's a young artist with a lot of optimism and hope in her future. Instead oh, of us assholes. Oh, you get to watch that like. eyes. Oh, God. God. I can't well, wait until... It's my job to help it crumble and die. Right. I can't wait until that, that light goes out of her eyes and, and she becomes oh, and jaded then, like the rest of and us. And then I can trust her. Life has ground her down and she finally accepts (laughs) and finally accepts our rulership over her life, then then I can trust it. She's been she's been immortalized, man. That's amazing. Yes. Truly. Oh, but just wait, this next Christmas show will begin the corruption of Bobby. Amen. Um, And we will have a new a new cast member in the cavalcade of sounds. Yeah, I love it. Yes. looking forward to that. I love it. I love it. And love then it. in another couple of years, we'll have a little Polly. And yeah. in another couple of years, we'll have a little Billy. So this show has to continue just so we can just continue so. to exploit our own children and progeny for our own <laughs> small internet fame that no one cares about. <laughs> Mostly for our own amusement. I just like hearing. Well, there's that. Stuff. Yeah, well, that's largely <laughs> true. That's why. That's what catapults us into fame. Uh, you have them say fish, then you have them say truck. All of a sudden, they're saying fuck, and it's, it's funny. Uh, it was oh, yeah. fun, fun truck because you got to get the vowel sounds right. The <laughs> F has to lead into a U, and the U has, to, and, and the uck has, and the the CK has to come from an uh. Yeah, you have to think about sounds. Fun truck is way better than than uh, fat fire truck. truck, right? Or fire truck, yeah. Models of parenting. No, Rick, Rick is actually kind of a genius when it There's comes. There's an to art to it. Oh, yeah, and some and Being, some of the best ones we can't play anymore because <laughs> they're not they're no longer socially acceptable. Not culturally they viable. Have, they may have never been culturally viable, but we didn't oh, use to care. Not. Right, but that whole shock jock radio thing that we took a cue from is kind of um, uh, it's uh, it's passe. yeah, it's it's well, grown stale even anyway. Howard, even Howard Stern isn't like shock jock necessarily. No, anymore. people can't it's, take a joke anymore, man. Right, and and, and now Rick, now the most fun. We put up a lot of disclaimers that we have Rickles jokes. are gone. Rickles is the last of the dying breed. I'm telling you, and he's dead. <laughs> Yes, so, exactly. So, yeah, Take no, but my wife, please, a dead breed. <laughs> and you know, and you know, some of my- the some of the best fun was having Riku <clears throat> say things that she didn't know what they meant. You know. She could take Chrome off a trailer hitch. We can still have Bobby say things he doesn't understand. So does the carpet match the drapes? Oh my god! Yeah, I, you know, and frankly, wait, I might we might have to review this at a meeting. Uh, we have meetings like once every four years, so uh, maybe at the next quarter decade meeting we'll, we'll discuss this because maybe I'm not uh, this. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't do this. I love it. Well. So, because we had one earlier this year, so that means in four years we'll discuss. Oh God. I'm about to say something <laughs> awful. No, I'm about to say something really awful. Well, you know, Ragmop was a test run, and and, and we're not going to do that to Bobby because she's a girl, he's a boy. Oh, oh that's, awful. that's so awful. Oh, worry. Oh, no, I will exploit all of my children evenly. Exactly. <laughs> we need to corrode everyone equally. Yes, exactly. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Yes. No, I agree entirely. 
We're not terrible people. We just play them on podcast. It was amusing to say, though. <laughs> wow. No, I love my children equally. I will uh, absolutely make them parrots for my own self-aggrandizement. I... I will be Joe Jackson. <laughs> oh my god! Well, maybe not all the way. Maybe not okay, all the Joe, way. Yeah. Joe couldn't play or sing, so fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and you can kind of do both, so you you're got you're two steps ahead yeah. there, man. Hey, thank you, thank you. <laughs> enough. It's an you can do it enough. <laughs> when I start dressing all of the children, you know, eighteen. And six and two alike, then you can kind of like, and, and they all wear the same outfit. Dances with their then you can, yeah, I may. And then I you smell can yell a at very me. tacky holiday card coming on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except I'm going to make him dress all as Wookiees, and none of you will understand the song we're singing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, life day. Life day. Life day. Oh, Life Day. That's a deep cut, Roar. You get pretty. They actually have the, uh, the cartoon from the holiday special on Disney Plus now. Oh. But not yeah, the but whole special. No, just the Boba Fett that cartoon. YouTube. But it's on there. <laughs> oh, you go yourself with that on YouTube. Oh, my God. Mandalorian. Uh, this has all gone sideways. We're not going to. Yeah, yeah you're right. right. Uh, I don't even know. Is this an interview? Or is this gonna do? No, this is just <laughs> hanging out with sick kids. We could have just had a cocktail hangout before we even did the show. No, but this is the show. Yeah. It's a show about nothing. <laughs> have you ever seen Seinfeld? It's a show about nothing. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I hate Seinfeld. However, the last episode Ooh. being a wonderful, wonderful um, callback and tribute to Jean-Paul Sartre's No Exit, I will give the show a pass. Yeah, you're goddamn right you will. The final episode redeemed seven years of bullshit. Wrong. Larry David is a genius. I know. I I can't get into Larry David. I just, like, all of his shows are just kind of, eh. It's just people being assholes. Okay, this interview is over. Mova is a great show. <laughs> I'm kidding. Whatever. I don't give a fuck what you watch. What I'm saying is, can we just have a goddamn conversation about something other than nothing? Okay. Hey, Kat, let's cheers long distancey. I've got a little whiskey. You've got some cheers. grape and grain. Cheers. I'm doing some grape and grain. Cheers. Oh, what are you, what are you drinking for? What kind of whiskey? Oh, just Jameson bullshit. You know, not good stuff. It's not bullshit. It's good stuff. Jameson, Jameson it's the water of life, but it's not like anything fancy. Well, it's okay. Well, I'm drinking Rebel Yell. <laughs> well, it's not Rebel. It's Rebel you, now. Oh, yeah, yell. it's Rebel now. It's not even Rebel Yell. Oh, because, wow, because they've got to, like, like, really kowtow to that libertarian audience. I don't know. <laughs> They're just really downplaying the Civil War. You know, and it's just like, we got to really get rid of that Civil War going on. I don't know. Has anybody here actually ever heard of Rebel Yell? Billy Idol. No, no, no. There is a real thing oh. called a Rebel Yell, and it is this high... Tr- or is he going to go off mic and yell? I don't know. <laughs> Does he go? <laughs> Thanks for setting that up. <laughs> uh, no. No, but the Rebel Yell well, is a real battle cry. I think we and should say it, that we know Mike really well, and he does not wish that the South would rise again. 
<laughs> so, not at all. I really, I really do not. Right. No. <laughs> this is the whiskey. And they used oh, to say yeah. Rebel they Yell, but they changed label. the name. Yeah. Okay. They changed, yep, they changed their label. Mm-hmm. For those it's actually, you, and it's actually a, a, a pretty darn good American whiskey. Yeah. It's very, you think very. Billy Otto was drinking that whiskey that night. No, because it's like a hipster IPA of whiskeys. This is since when? I I mean I was just trying to have a little funny clap back. That's all. Oh, was it around in the eighties when that song came out? I don't don't think so. I I I think it's actually a relatively new distillery since the nineties. Yeah, that's why. Still more a reference to the Civil War than. This was made in 1849, so. Um, Oh, all right. Well, I mean. This is the whiskey that we would always go on tour with. And every time we would go to Moonshiners. Yeah, Moonshiners. Well, we got it. Like, if it was made in 1849, they're fucking Moonshiners. There's no way around it. Yeah. (laughs) Hard stuff in Kentucky. But we only got it because Trader Joe's had it for super cheap. Like, and it's amazing whiskey. Yeah, we, and the Trader Joe's was across the street from our rehearsal studio. <laughs> right. So we would always like meet there for rehearsal. And usually we were both coming from working. And so we would like meet up at the studio and then walk to Trader Joe's and like get a Sammy or like whatever. And then a bottle of this. And because it was only, I think, I think initially before they raised the price, it was a regular size bottle for like $9.99. Yeah, it was like for- super uh, cheap. See, that, yeah. no, Rebel Yell was like, it used to be on the same shelf as McCormick's. Yeah, right. Oh, okay, but, yeah. but it's really good. But it's really good. <laughs> it's the thing. So we, we just right. bought it. We bought it on a whim once because we were both broke as hell. And we were like, well, whiskey for $9.99. Like, if it's hey, hey, well, hey, and yeah. Some well whiskeys are surprisingly awesome. Yeah. Uh, 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 Ours was a well whiskey for many years in this town. Uh, how Because that that's not cheap. It was. Oh, I don't like it. It was? Much, so. Yeah. I love Powers. I, I love it. I'm a, I'm an Evan Williams fan. I mean, Evan that's a well whiskey. That was what I that was what I ended my alcoholism on was Evan Williams. I never well. went down the Evans Road. I found that to be a downgrade from um, a Seagram's Hartford Seven. Seagram's Seagram's is a heartburn in a bottle. I never, I never got into the Seagram's. I never got into like any Canadian whiskeys. Mm. I never got into Seagram's. Rick got Uh, me into Seagram's. One hundred. Vo and Seagram's. Vo. Yeah. Vo. When we could afford it, less heartburn. It was a few fewer dollars to go Seagram Seven. That was what my alcoholism. Less heartburn. My alcoholism blossomed on that. So yeah, Rick, awesome. Rick and I, as just roommates, would plow through oh three handles Easy. of vo a week Easy. on a slow oh, week. God, I want yeah. to I want to like rub your back or something and just stress <laughs> you and tell you that everything's gonna be okay. <laughs> well, it is for him now. He quit drinking and I and I had children, so it's just that he quit it, and that's what keeps me afloat. <laughs> that VO, I'm gonna tell you that that VO has stayed with you since then. It's still in it's your veins because you. that shit is fucking toxic. <laughs> you know, when you mix it with a little bit of cinnamon, it was like that whole phenomenon that people started calling fireball. Oh, oh god! But no one. My favorite was chasing it with grape soda. Oh my god! Yeah, what? You are, I remember that. What? So right good. Now. 
Because I love grape soda and then a little grape, grape soda. Oh, awesome. It's the fucking best to chase no, <laughs> Canadian like, whiskey with grape wrong. soda. Nobody likes grape, grape soda. Nobody likes okay. grape jelly. Hey, uh, no. Hey, what if, uh, me and all of Welch's Concord fans tell you to fuck right off. (laughs) (laughs) Welch's Concord is the best-selling grape jelly in all of these United States. Are we talking about jelly or... <laughs> when we've shifted, we've gone. Oh my Rick, knee high or crush? Oh, when Ooh. you could get knee high, that was pretty knee fucking high. cool. Yeah, but you can't you get it get? anymore. Yeah, uh, yeah. The South, where Louisiana. That's vague. Ooh, That's the last time I saw it was in Louisiana in 2009. Good Lord. God. But I moved away from Louisiana in 2010, so... Well, that was right there. You you caught that last wave See, of neon. I can't judge you with the grape soda though, because the only the only alcohol I had to break up with was Captain Morgan. Oh God! Mm. Oh God! That shit's awful. College. It was college. Oh, what was but my go-to was Captain Morgan mixed with Dr Pepper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I was drinking that this weekend. And I, <laughs> and I finally had to call it off because I could drink that shit until I was puking my guts out and then wake up the next morning and keep drinking it. There it is. Yes. Disgusting, Rory. Yes. Don't do it. <laughs> the records show that Rory is holding up literally Dr. Pepper and Captain Morgan. It's terrible. <laughs> like, I, I'm I, sitting in front I of my liquor out. cabinet, so that was easy. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> Is that what it takes to prepare to talk to us? I need to sit in front of my liquor cabinet to talk to sick uh, That's just where my setup is in my house to podcast from, okay? It's no, was, no, there's no relation. Oh, my God. That was the one time I was like, you know what, Captain? Right, you, you, got, I, you guys are kind of old fucks. Relationship. A little, we were a little bit. We're a little bit old. I'm but old my, and Mike's from the, the upper Midwest. Do you remember the Purple Passion 2 liters? I'm from Rhode Island, bro. What do you get? What are you talking about? He's from Rhode Island. I remember Rhode But you're from the, the like, not the West Coast. Do you remember the Purple Passion 2 leaders? No, from the East Coast. <laughs> I don't remember those. Purple Passion. Purple Passion. It's I, Everclear I and grape soda in a two liter fucking bottle. No, no. one? No, never it's heard like, of that. It's like Mad Dog 2020 styles, like that kind of. Uh, no, that, okay. No, because Mad Dog, Mad Dog is fortified wine. Yeah. Um, and not like Manischewitz. It's, it, they're actually very similar. No, no. Was Purple uh, Passion? Purple liters? Passion is literally a two-liter no. bottle, like right, soda, right. with, yep, and it's right. grape right. soda and Everclear. Okay. Yeah. Purple <laughs> Passion. I know. I, I I know Purple Passion. Did it come like See, that? You're, you're, I, I meant you're just more. You're of the West Coast. Remember this? I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. This is like an old. Like, you have to be. You have to be east of the Rockies to know this, I think. Yeah. Okay. I, like, I thought it was something you bought already mixed together. And I was it like, was, oh, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah. that's what it, it was. It was a brand name. It was a oh, brand name. Yes. 
I've never purple heard passion. of it. I mean, I'm just saying I've never heard of it, is all I'm oh saying. Goodness. Yeah, Purple Passion. It was a literal brand name of Everclear and Grape Soda mixed together in a two liter bottle. Right now, on the airwaves of Worst on the Podcast, I've never purchased Purple Passion. Oh my God. It, maybe it was just a really super white trash Missouri thing. <laughs> I'm looking at the bottle right now and it looks like a super white trash. Yeah, it's like silver and purple kind of logo or something. I don't yeah, I can't like even remember. And and like fucking who knows? Yes. That's basically well, what it fucking was. No, <laughs> to get real drunk for relatively cheap, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was carbonated and in a two liter goddamn bottle. It was the That's basis of a lot of trash can punch. Can, wow. I tell, can I tell you my Everclear wow. story? Yes. I like yeah. trash can punch, though. I like that. Trash can punch is cool. I'll tell you my Everclear story. Okay, so I... The, the booze, not the band. Oh, yeah. but we, before we move on, Ian, <laughs> you can confirm that I'm not full of shit. This is a real thing. No, yes. I believe you. I, I believe I, you. I, I, no, no, I'm no. doing the Google search right now. I'm with you. It's <laughs> actually, it is, I'm with you, buddy. I'm with you. Yeah. Everclear brand Purple Passion. It is something owned by Everclear. So well, that would explain it then. <laughs> that would explain it. Can you, Ian, Google where, where it's sold. Let's see. Uh, I, I will see if it even is still. <laughs> yeah. I, d- I haven't seen it since I moved out to the West Coast. So <laughs> maybe you can buy an unopened bottle on ago. eBay, Rory. <laughs> <laughs> I would do. I would drink it on a podcast. And we can- oh my! Oh my. And it, it's like a fucking Frankenstein experiment. We're just all watching him drink it, and we're like, okay, what's gonna happen? There's a whole corner. By the way, I'm sorry to listening audience. This is like the worst episode ever. Okay, Ian, tell us, tell us, tell us. Uh, you can order it online. Uh, apparently. Well, um, obviously you can. It's it's twenty twenty one. Shipping is the issue. Yeah, <laughs> I just I'm just surprised that it's is even it? still it's around. It's like DHL. Do they have to put a biohazard sticker on the shipping label? For the- I, I would assume. I would just assume yes, because it's it's Everclear. Like. <laughs> Maybe you could get your local total line to order it for you. <laughs> nope. That's a hard yeah, thing. Uh, apparently, it, it comes straight out of St. Louis, Missouri. So, you know. Are you oh, kidding me? It comes from St. Louis. That's why. <laughs> this is why I know this and nobody else does. <laughs> You're not far from it's the Ozarks, my friend. It's one of those things that never left the borders of your town. Okay. Oh my god! And it was just and it was just drunk entitled white kids in in St. Louis for thirty years get loaded on that. Oh god! This is the St. Louis and taking it to our taking it to our college towns within a three hour drive. Man, this is the St. Louis equivalent of when I go to California as a little kid and I'm like, "What do you mean there's no slot machines in the Seven <laughs> Eleven? Yes, yeah, I think you're right here. What do you mean I, the bar I, closes at two? Until yeah, this right. moment, I had no idea that that was that localized of a thing. Bam. There you go. Wow. That's fantastic. Amazing. Okay. Amazing. Cat, you're Nick, ever you clear. Really ever clear story. Are having a stroke here? Okay. No, no, I'm listening. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> he's oh, he's so, taking I'm notes for purposes. So, oh, my, you want my ever clear story? Hell oh, yeah. yes, please. Okay. Right. So, 
Okay, so I don't know that it's that funny, but I've, I've told it to other people and they think it's funny, so fine. <laughs> so, I, so when I was married to my first husband, Hair Flip, um, I was going through a bout of insomnia and it had been like, I was like the third night and I just couldn't sleep and I was going nuts. And he was, of course, just like snoozing away, like no problem. So I get up and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to make myself a cocktail. I'm going to get a light buzz. It's going to help me sleep for the night, whatever. Um, and I went into the kitchen and we didn't really have much of anything. And I went into the freezer just to get some ice. And there was this bottle of Everclear in there. And that's think, where you keep the Everclear. Oh, no, like I, but at this point, and this is the part that's important. I didn't know what Everclear was. This is, it was James. Right? And he had had it for, he wasn't a big drinker. And like, he'd had it forever. And I knew that it was in there, but I forgot about it. Cause like, he never, ta- he, like he, he'd moved it. Like when we moved in together, he just like moved it in there. And I was like, and I looked at it and it looked like vodka. And I was like, well, we have orange juice. Sure so, does. <laughs> right. So like, I just thought it was vodka and I made myself because I was trying to make myself sleep. I made like out of a regular pint glass. Cause I thought it was vodka. <laughs> I, made that, I did a half and half. I did a 50, 50. Oh. <laughs> and then I turned on the TV. Nick's because, eyes got big, like Bambi just now. And then she talked to dragons <laughs> Then she became the Khaleesi and breathed fire and talked to dragons. What actually happened was I watched a law and order marathon while I finished my cocktail. And I remember drinking about like not even a quarter of it and like already feeling a buzz. And I'm like, well, that's weird. (laughs) (laughs) And then I finished the drink, my one drink, my ad drink. I went, I had ad drink. I was plowed. I went to bed and woke up with a horrific hangover the next day. And I was like, what the fuck is that shit in the freezer? And he went, the Everclear? And I was like, yeah. I was like, what the hell kind of vodka is that? He's like, oh, baby. No, 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 no. And I'm like, well, it's too late now. And it's fucking ibuprofen. You suck. What's Call the- off the rest of this week. Hair the gall. You should have just picked up that glass and kept drinking. Yeah. Like the, the only thing we ever used Everclear for was jungle juice, and that's when you're pouring a whole fucking bottle yeah. into a trash yeah, well, can. No, trash can no, 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 yeah. jungle juice, jungle juice, and cleaning the resin off glass pipes. That's what that's good for. Like, Jesus. Oh, no, and that's why I say that's why Purple Passion is a great base for a trash can punch because yes. it's Everclear grape fucking soda. <laughs> Oh, oh, that just kind of tied a nice little bow on all that. Thank you. That was beautiful. <laughs> you are an excellent host. <laughs> Why, thank you. And you're an excellent guest of a band. Let's have another song. Okay. Okay. The next song we're going to do, and then Rick, maybe I'll let you pick this one. And Mike is going to just smack on his chest while Kat sings a cappella. Vocalizations that. improv. You do that right now. <laughs> <laughs> vocal lessons I've, I've agreed to take vocal lessons maybe uh, but I have also agreed to start singing backup vocals to Kat 
A little <laughs> harmony okay. would be really cool. With some heavy uh, compression, you. oh, little delay. Roll, Al. Slow thank your you. roll. Heavy compression, they, little delay. You'll sound fine. Listen, Don't worry about I'm, it. I'm of the what about Bob um, therapy session, baby steps. All right. So my um, favorite thing that Mike ever said to me, you're going to be quiet for a second. Okay. So one of my favorite things that he ever said to me, and this was years ago, we were in the studio and I had already asked him, I'm like, would you consider singing some stuff? Cause it would really like expand the sound and we would have more like range and like whatever. And he's like, let me think about it. And then we come back for rehearsal the next week and he goes, and I'm, this is a direct quote. So he's looking at me and he goes, so I thought about what you said about singing harmonies and I just feel shut up that over here, I already kind of have a lot going on. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> and it would be a little bit difficult for me to maybe sing harmonies or doing stuff while I'm doing all the drugs. Shut up. And like, and I had not literally, I hadn't moved. I hadn't opened my mouth. I hadn't done anything. Cause I'm like, my, of course he knows my counter is like, Oh, so you're doing this and I'm doing this. And that's, that's fine. Like Your that's, body language probably oh, yeah. said it all. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Mike, Mike is all like, I'm, you know, I'm hitting things with sticks. And uh, that's four, four limbs and, and, I'm, and I'm preoccupied, but like me, like ripping up and down classical scales and like doing the same thing on the piano. Like I, I've got the time. That's fine. Well, yeah, <laughs> you've got the time. That's your, that's okay. Anyway, I just love that he kept saying, shut up. And I hadn't even moved. It was one of my favorite things. I, it just made me happy. I'm just saying. In, in you know, history. Nick, Nick as a drummer, sings in my shitty punk rock, rock band. History, What's stopping you? No, in the history of singing drummers, <laughs> let's look back on the history of singing drummers, shall we? Do we need to? Um, no. Let's not talk about Don Henley, though. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Listen, Phil Collins. Listen, Don and Phil, they are not doing what I'm doing. Are they not? No, they are not. Drummer-wise, Drumming wise, they are not. Most but of it they can feel it coming in the air tonight. That's right. I and that's why I'm agreeing to sing is on, on certain songs of Sickity Sick Catalog. I'm saying, look, guys, let me tell you something right now. I'm doing shit on the drums that requires grunting. Like I truly grunt when I play. And how am I supposed to sing? <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like, that, no, that's a totally viable form of singing. And and listen, just I'm do like, it, do it in key. Should I grunt in key? Yes. Yeah. Like I mean, you can you still hit harmonies with grunting. I can't. Ooh, ooh, harmony grunting. <laughs> I'm trying to play behind this. Give beast. us your barbarous yawp. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we were just telling all our Robin Williams <laughs> stories the other night. <laughs> we, we totally were, bro. Oh my god, mm-hmm. your ears are burning. I gotta miss you guys. <laughs> I fucking miss you guys so much. So listen, I'm gonna attempt to start. Uh, Fuck yeah! Grunting and yelling behind Thank Cap. You. Uh, and I'm for it, but I'm just saying. I mean, and, and channel your inner King Kong. Get real grunty with it. Feel good with that. Get real grunty with it? Is that what you said? Get real grunty yeah. with it? Yeah. Grunty, grunty. No, no. Kat's got all the grunty. You do the grunty. No. Kat is like, sir, I challenge you to a duel. Aye, aye. I meant that as a compliment. 
care about the gentleman in his color. You may have my finest horse. No, no. So that's our next thing. So we're gonna work on that. We're gonna do. We got a lot. We got a lot of work to do. A lot of work. We've been a band for eleven years. This May, eleven, 11. years. Damn. Damn. Podcast 11 years this last January. Shit, we're older than you? That's weird. That is weird. That's really weird. You're way more talented than we are in 11 years. That's bullshit. (laughs) Fucking bullshit because there's no show I'd rather be on than this show. (laughs) (laughs) Directed by David Lynch. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) This episode of Boys Little Podcast is. Directed by, by David, David Lynch. Lynch. Like, man, that guy's really falling off. I think that's the episode title, Rory. Uh, directed by David Lynch is the episode I think title. You, you might uh, be incorrect, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and by you might not be incorrect, sir, means I'm writing it down and I'm going to be really lazy on Thursday. <laughs> you guys never had a chance. <laughs> oh yeah remember when he raided your percussion cabinet right? <sighs> oh, I love it when Mike's all up in my cabinet uh, <laughs> uh, Rick's, Rick's wood cabinet is very hard uh, <laughs> wait are you talking about his ca- cabinet that's full of boxes with it's boxes did you know his boxes no no it's the place where oh. I put all of my little noisy things Rory Oh, your squeakers and your pounders and your bumpers and your blasters. You, you've given me some of those noisy things as well, too. I, I know. <laughs> oh, those ca- those are his balls clapping together. So I want to just say those those you know hand massage balls, right? That's what you mean. Those yeah, clack clack yeah, clack. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The, Rick's yeah. Asian balls. No, these are these are. These are Rick's wooden balls, literally, you know, clapped together. Oh, um, not the Rick's moment. brass balls that, that ring when you clack them together? No, no. But, but it's every other kind. that just yeah. clack. Okay, yeah, yeah. Clack in um, tune. And also, you'll, you'll hear his butt cheeks. So this, the djembe sound that you hear is actually Rick's butt cheeks. So, so that's Rick's ass cheeks. Then he got his balls, his castanets. This is what we mean by full service recording studio. Oh, yes. It's full service. I mean, you have complete access to Rick's body, and you you don't even know what to do with it. I I would hazard to say if you could come up with a convincing reason to drum on Rick's well-oiled chest with your hands and might... If you came up with a good reason and were hot enough, he would totally go with that. I don't even think you need a good reason. And you don't even need to be that hot. You just got to be like a Reno 4. Yeah, for real. And the toy piano is really him just kind of like, you know, tooting a little, you know, from the back end as I, as I massage his cheeks. So, so this song really represents Rick's complete percussion closet. Uh, at Dogwater Studios. So, <laughs> all of you that want to record at Dogwater Studios, <laughs> here's a- this is the biggest advertisement you're ever going to get. <laughs> I have I have no words at all as to what just went down. But no, for real, Rick, this was the be- one of the best things you've ever done for me, honestly, because I I wanted to do a song um, where I don't play any drum kit. This is complete. I think we recorded, what was it, 12 percussion tracks? Oh, God. At least. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right? It was like literally like 12 different percussion tracks. If we're not going to use the drums, we're going to use everything else. Everything else. And I was inspired by this from Paul Simon. Because oh, Paul Simon. I, I was wondering if it was like, yes, but okay. <laughs> uh, you know what? No, I love yes, but no, you know, Paul Simon is a huge, huge. Uh, oh, yeah. And like percussion, like Google, um, frankly. Right, so yeah. when I, at, at college, I studied with his, per, her, his percussionist, Jamie Haddad. And I studied with him for a couple of years and he, he taught me a lot of shit and, and like gave me a lot of, he gave us the class, a lot of insight as to what it was like to record uh, Paul Simon albums and the percussion that they used and a lot of shit that like, you know, the, the layering, it's all about layering, you know, da, 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 da. and that's what Rick and I did. We took like 12 fucking percussion instruments and layered sexually all of this and then came up, you know, we're talking djembe, a tambourine on my foot, uh, shakers, da, 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 da. there's like whatever the fuck. But yeah, so this is called. This, rem- this reminds me of Rick's old uh, uh, recording practices where he'd take a MIDI file and change every track to be something different. I'm telling yeah. you, Rick, <laughs> you did. You were a fucking genius on this track. And this is honestly of our four albums that we reduced. I am. I am uh, so proud of this particular track and how you and I worked on this and came up with. Um, you know, just all these sounds. I'm like, oh, I, I kind of want this. Do you have it? Oh, I think I have this. Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, you have everything I need. And it, and it was just this was one of the the more fun tracks to record uh, for sure for this for this album. So. And I love that Mike went out of his way to learn the part on the toy piano because he wanted That's the right. toy piano credit on the album. There's a literal toy piano. Yes. Uh, on this record. And I, and I learned it and, um, this was, this was like really, really fun to make. Yeah, it was great. It was um, really fun day. And, uh, yeah, this was a fun one. Yeah. So never had a chance. Ian, do you want to take it away here? Yeah. So, um, as we mentioned earlier, we have the worst little grid where you can find all of what's going on in Reno on, uh, yeah. for shows and music every week. Uh, it Thursday comes out. at midnight. There we are. Thursday <laughs> at midnight. Um, because um, that's when I get done with it, motherfuckers. Yeah, it gets published with our episodes, and even we're trying to keep up with it, even on weeks we don't have shows. Um, so two things I want to plug: there's a new open mic night every Tuesday. Uh, yeah, right now. it's actually an open spike night hosted by Spike McGuire. What? Spike McGuire, we love Distilling and brewing. Uh, it's going to be every Tuesday. Uh, it looks like at 6 p.m. every Tuesday. And uh, this is unfortunately a 21 and up um, open mic. It's not in all ages just because of the venue and location. Also, this is a songwriting focused open mic. So please, no stand up comedy and no spoken word. Uh, and no covers. Yeah. Uh, it's not no, no they, uh, covers. It's just no. original materials preferred. So there's the last installment of this year's Alive in the Desert uh, this weekend. Yeah! Alive Um, in the Desert. Yeah, so, you know, fucking big-ass campout. It's free. Uh, They do ask for donations. Uh, Go check out their website, Alive in the Desert. The main stage is going to have Action Bastard, uh, Bang, Mary Kill, Grime Dog, and The Side Room, and then an open mic. So check it out. It's going to be a rad event. Yeah, Yeah, when is that? That's this Saturday. Okay, cool. 
That is like the day and a half after this episode comes out. <laughs> yeah. So, and you can get all of your information. Go to their website, aliveinthedesert.com. They'll find out the location because it's, you know, of course, it's put on by the people who like Burning Man community. So, like, it's going to be out in the middle of nowhere. So just go on their website. They've got locations. And it's everything. like raves of old where you have to like get a flyer from some guy at a 7-Eleven and then go to another convenience store and get another flyer. And then hop in a pickup truck by some guy that might know whose brother is knows that field that it's going to be in. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> oh, and uh, one big thing for you alcoholics out there. Uh, it is an open bar. Fuck yeah. Oh. Free, free, free open bar uh, for the whole whole event. So well, get out there. That's exciting. Listen, yeah, that's I, awesome. I'm going to tell you something, and I'm going to just save you a lot of promotion time. All you had to say at the beginning of this entire <laughs> <Don't bury> the <laughs> lead. <laughs> hey, man, I'm reading this information as I'm reading the, the, the web page. Like, okay. I think they, I think they buried that on purpose. I think. Yeah, it is definitely not the first thing. You got to read basically the whole page for it to get to free beer. Uh, so, oh, it's the free beer, not oh, that. Uh, that's different than open bar. Uh, well, free no, whiskey. Three five craft beers on tap, multiple mixed drinks, and a shot of signature habanero tequila. So they've got shit. Damn. I don't know, man. Wow, I'm, that's actually. I'm feeling a migraine coming on. I'm just trying to get through this fucking announcement. This was. <laughs> 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 we love you, Ian. Sorry, sorry, we're not. We love you. <laughs> oh, it's nothing to do with y'all. These just happen once every six months. Okay. <laughs> Just start with that next time. <laughs> and I have a migraine, so fuck off and go to the show. <laughs> Please. It's free. You have no reason not to. That's awesome. Uh, we are going to have a lot more stuff on the grid. There are your regular weekly events and your weekly weekend events. Uh, check us out on our Instagram page. If you've got an event that you would like to put up there, ch- uh, send us a message at worstlittlegrid at gmail.com or hit any of the hosts up who I am sure will get a message to myself or Ian regarding that. Because sure <laughs> <laughs> nobody in that email address. Yeah, directed oh. by David Lynch. <laughs> Um, also please, please, please to be checking out our lovely Patreon page, patreon.com slash worst little podcast, where you too can throw money at us because you think what we're doing is important and get a secret episode, not this week of, uh, a little pre-show <laughs> action and fun with a little song and no Rory this week. If you do get the show, it'll have no song and some Rory, uh, I'm sorry. Systems were broken. Um, it's fun, <laughs> but uh, worst little grid, uh, Patreon. Uh, uh, there's a lot of shows coming up this weekend. Mary Anarchy is going to be really soon, sooner than you think, only like eight weeks away. Uh, please be checking okay. out the internet for those details. Um, and we're going to have a couple of shows devoted to that in the future. Am I leaving anything out? Uh, uh, where can people hear your new single? Everywhere. Where can we consume Worldwide. it? It's youtube.com slash sickity sit. Uh, is where you can download it. It's on 
Amazon and Spotify and Pandora and any regular ma- major streaming source Dude, is all there. Listen to it all day, every day on Spotify, and maybe someday you can contribute one whole dollar. Well, or, or you, can go, <laughs> you can download the single for a dollar at Bandcamp. Our Bandcamp. Oh, Bandcamp. wow. And just like, and then pay a dollar like, and listen it. to it forever. You like own it. Yeah. Yeah. You can do that. Yep, you've got it. But yeah, otherwise, um, our YouTube page, and that's where all of our, our videos, I think Ryan Kloss has done our last seven, eight videos. Um, How yeah. many videos do you have? So many. You have many. So many. Go to youtube.com slash sit. You can burn some hours there. Thank you. You can burn a lot of hours. We've got our whole entire series of us moving from California to Wisconsin. Yeah. That was fun to watch during pandemic. Yeah. we we, We got four episodes already up. We got more coming, uh, which is, you know, a day in the we, life. We of might seem like cool, and, like brooding rock stars, but we're really complete dorks. Yeah. And you can see all of our shenanigans on that. Uh, we've got, we've got streams uh, live from our new home studio mm-hmm. downstairs called the abyss. Uh, we've got many songs live from the abyss. We've got official videos. We've got a lot of things. On yeah. YouTube. You can, you can waste a lot of time on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. We love you guys. Thank you for having us back. Yay. We love you. We have missed I you miss so you so much. The, and, the and when we book this next tour back to Reno, well, this will be the first place we announce it. it so, Sit Kitty and- Sit fans and Sit Heads, please keep listening to this show every week until we announce that show, God even if we live right. in a different country. That's right. <laughs> we spread the word. We spread the word about Words One Podcast. Believe me. Yep. I we spread them. the word of Sit Kitty Sit. So, Thank yay. You. Yeah. That's what, that's what family does. Goddamn right. Family that tolerates. You have more pull than us, so we appreciate it. Well, I don't know about that. You yeah, we're going to get the sick kitty sip bump, not the other way around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. <laughs> I love you guys. All right. We love Rick you. Let's take us out. Yeah, take us out with an awesome song. Never had a chance. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to remind you that life is short and we love you. So good night, ladies, and fuck off, gentlemen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. On the worst little podcast, we're talking out of our ass.
Potter Studios. The record stands. I love you.